Now here's the man that needs no introduction. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. I've always wanted to do this. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. What's your connection to Parkinson's disease? Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Ah, sorry, that's my foot. I'll do better next time. Hey everybody, it's uh, Spinning Wheels Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here, time again. Before we get going, uh, just remember we've we've announced the Spinning Wheels Relay to End Parkinson's, powered by U-Turn Parkinson's. So uh, the website is up and ready. It's uh, www.spinningwheelsrelay.ca. Uh, everything uh, is there. Uh, and we add to it continually. So uh, we are on July 27th, 2024. One group of people is starting in Victoria, BC. Another group is starting in St. John's, Newfoundland. And we are going to meet in Ottawa in late September and have a huge Parkinson's rally. So the spinning wheels relay to end Parkinson's disease powered by U-Turn Parkinson's. Check it out at spinningwheelsrelay.ca. Before we begin, I'd just like to remind you that the podcast is brought to you in part by Parkinson's Awareness and Action. They're a group out of Cornwall, Ontario, and you can find them on Facebook. We're also brought to you partially by PDT, the healing power of tea applied to Parkinson's. And for more information, you can go to www.pdt.com. I'm excited about today's guest from uh, South Georgian Bay. Please welcome Catherine Smart. Kathy, thank you very much for coming on the uh, podcast today. Thanks, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell everybody who you are in terms of the Parkinson's world. I'm Catherine Smart. I'm the Executive Director of Living Better with Parkinson's, and we support people living with Parkinson's disease in South Georgian Bay, starting in the Meaford area and going as far down as Creemore over to Wasega Beach. Uh, Collingwood area, Town of the Blue Mountains, and Stainer. So it's a it's a fairly significant geographic area. We support people living with Parkinson's and their partners, family members, and also we provide a number of educational opportunities. So we're really encouraging the medical professionals to participate in in any of the uh, educational programs that we offer as well. Okay, so educational programs, uh, fitness programs, support groups. You're yep. the executive director. How many people uh, do does your group employ? Oh, uh, it's just me. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's me. It's me. But it's I also, having said that, uh, I contract fitness fitness instructors. Tagline is be connected and active active every day. Right now, we're offering three different programs. So we have some great fitness instructors, a wonderful group of volunteers, always looking for more volunteers, of course, always looking for more fitness instructors. We offer, right now we're doing the time program, which is Together Movement and Exercise. It's our third program. Uh, we started uh, with a pilot program last spring, uh, working with UFT and the time program based out of Toronto. And we were the, actually the first community offered the opportunity to provide the program in support of people living with Parkinson's. Uh, it was designed and developed for people who initially, for people who'd experienced a stroke or some sort of cardiac situation. The program has been modified a wee bit to speak to people living with Parkinson's, various stages of Parkinson's. So it's been very successful. Yeah, we're just coming into finishing up our third, our third session. 
that's really to be the the first organization to to give that a go to to see i'm I'm assuming that your research or your raw data will go into uh helping bring it to uh, other places around the country so that that's awesome that's the intention yeah yeah you must juggle a lot of things during the course of your day there's a lot going on yeah we i have a board of directors we have uh, i have five uh, board members who are great we meet once a month Sometimes board members come out to various events. However, yeah, I, I'm the initiator. There's a huge need. I really am listening to community and what community is interested in. At the end of every fitness program, we uh, facilitate a customer service satisfaction survey. We modify as needed. So the other programs that I should mention to you, just in terms of fitness, we also offer a dance programs. So Dancing with Parkinson's. We have a local gal who was trained by Sarah Robichaud, who started with Dancing with Parkinson's, and she's she offers a very robust program. It's fantastic. We have a yoga program. And then in the springtime, we'll be running a Move Well program. So that's it's a dynamic program using big muscles, a lot of bands and what have you. So that will be going on. And then one of our instructors is going to take the Power Moves course, which I think you're familiar with, Jem. Aaron, you know, who we we met through you, actually, um, she's been terrific and hugely supportive. And so I think more than one of our gals actually take the online program, which is fabulous. So we'll be uh, we'll be offering or incorporating the, um, some of the Power Moves program into our, our existing programs as well. So we do have a lot in the go from a program point of view. What I really notice is. Not only um, are people really motivated to get out and, you know, be active, maintain or and or hopefully reduce the symptoms of Parkinson's, it's a social, it's a social aspect. What we're introducing actually this coming Tuesday is we'll have our program and then we're going to have about a 45 minute social afterwards so people can hang out and chat and just be together. It's important. It's very well received. People are really wanting to be together. That's fun. And it's a fairly straightforward opportunity to offer part of the whole spinning wheels philosophy is exercise vigorous is, is better but exercise and community and living better with parkinson's seems to be providing both of those things i think uh, congratulations in general how many people come out to either a support group or fitness class or a dance program or a yoga well there's limits to the fitness programs you know just because various logistics so anywhere from you know, half a dozen folks to up to 15 or 16 people, depending on the program, as far as fitness. The support group meetings, uh, we run the a hybrid meeting. So in person, people in real life, I'd say we have usually up to 20 people in our room at the library. And then there's maybe another six to 10 people online, sometimes more. In the wintertime, of course, there are more because of weather. Or people have gone south, but they still want to be participating. The other thing I should mention about the support group meetings is that we do do our, I call it our round circle check-in. We have been spending time talking about various elements in terms of lifestyle and quality of life over the last few sessions. Starting in April, April, May, and June, we have a guest speaker in each of the months. And we have two physios, one gal's local. Another gal is going to be talking about the smoothie rings. Are you familiar with the smoothie rings? Uh, so uh, yep. we're introducing that element to our little bag of tricks as well. So she's going to come in from Hamilton 
and provide a training to my volunteers and staff and also provide a, a good demonstration. And then we have specialists coming in from Hamilton as well, Dr. Connolly. She's coming in uh, in June via Zoom. So, you know, it's it's a balancing act in terms of being able to share, being able to talk about current issues, being able to talk about medication, sleep, what, whatever's coming up. But it's also really imp information is key. So being able to draw in people who are experts in the field and who can shed some additional light is really, really important. And that's certainly what we're up to. Try to make it as flexible as possible for folks. So creating a hybrid opportunity. And also my plan is to tape these sessions so that if a local doc is interested in maybe be able to access the interview or the presentation in, you know, when, whenever they have a minute are, as you know, docs are busy. And so they can't always come to these kinds of sessions, but um, you know, we're, we're really motivated to pull in as many experts as we can for obvious reasons. Just having said that, Outside of the support group members, obviously spouses, partners are invited to that particular to those kinds of events, as well as anyone from the community who's interested in that conversation. And so how long has Living Better been around? I think we're going into our third year. Okay. I, I look at it from the point of, you know, the COVID years. <laughs> I, I was still working on another project when I was asked, coming up to three years ago now, I was asked to run a fundraiser in support of Living Better with Parkinson's. It was a brand new uh, organization. It was just getting out of the gate. There were only two board members at the time. There was a name. There wasn't a tagline. There was a charitable number, and that was it. And there was a local, wonderful pianist who put his hand up to say, look, I'll, I'll love to provide a concert. So I was invited to put the uh, event together and then a couple of weeks into it, organizing it of the board members at the time said, you know, can you run this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and the timing was great. Um, and it's also something that I'm very familiar with taking on. I've run a few nonprofits in the past and I graduated years ago as a recreation therapist. So I've worked with lots and lots of folks with varying abilities and disabilities. So, you know, it's something that I'm and I've done a, a lot of fundraising, not afraid to talk in front of groups and not afraid to ask. So it was a, it was a really lovely fit. And it's, I tell you, it's been such a privilege and a pleasure to work with and to support and to be the face of Living Better with Parkinson's in our community for all sorts of reasons. When I see the the impact that the work that we're doing and the programs that we're offering, including obviously the fitness and the education programs, and the advocacy work that we're doing, and then working with folks like yourself, which has been a huge pleasure and continues to be. I feel super grateful because I'm the type of person that likes to see momentum, likes to see results, and I see them every week. What was it like in year one as compared to uh, year three in terms of how many people were there, how many programmings. Can you give us an idea of how much you've grown? Sure. Yeah, no, that's a good question. So uh, year one, there was nothing. There was me. <laughs> there was me. There was a, a board of two and then we grew it to five. We didn't have a tagline. We didn't have a website. We didn't have a strap plan. There was nothing. I mean, really, there, was, there were ideas, but nothing was concrete and organized. There weren't any programs. There wasn't an education program. Uh, so all that has been built. Um, if a person goes on to the Living Better with Parkinson's uh, website, you'll see 
the growth. I've captured all the, the primary programs and events on the website. We're running a bunch of fitness programs year round. Uh, we take the summer off. I should just claw back for a second that what I did there was the support group. There was an established support group that was obviously pulled together through Parkinson's Canada and then Living Better with Parkinson's has gone in to support the good work that's already in place. So we're working collaboratively with Parkinson's Canada. I share data with them. Uh, we we have various conversations back and forth. So that was in place. Uh, there are over 100 people on our mailing list. We have a core group of about 30 to 40 people who are active, active members. Um, having said that, I get contacted probably two to three times a month by a person who's been either newly diagnosed or who just finds out about living better with Parkinson's or who just moved into our community. Our community, like many of our communities, is growing exponentially. And so there's a there's a demand. We created a festival up here called the South Georgian Bay Parkinson's Festival, which ran in June last year. Of course, Spinning Wheels was there and it was fantastic. You'll be at the one this year. That was I, I would have to say a huge turning point because the awareness to the dial on the, the wheel went off the charts almost because I was figuring that we'd sort of attract around 75 people and there were well over 200, as you know, you were there. So we're going to be offering it up again this year and it'll be, I'm sure, as well received, if not even more so because the word's getting out and, you know, you guys are going to be there again talking about what you're up to this summer and that's so exciting so i just really feel like we need to keep the conversation going however that might look and it really needs to be collaborative and we really need to share and that's what we're all about god he's telling the truth here yeah. uh, you know, uh, let's do some logistical things first of all if somebody wants to get in touch with you or you know either to say hey i've been newly diagnosed or i have a question about parkinson's or potentially even to help uh, support financially living better with Parkinson's. How do they do that? Like what's the website? Where do they go? Living better with Parkinson's.ca and all the information's there, how to contact me. It's essentially info at living better with Parkinson's.ca cell numbers on uh, included on the website, uh, all the information a person needs. And then of course, if a person does want to support this organization, they can do that, um, by going and there's a big donate button. There's a lot of really great resources. There's a really great clip, I think, that you you saw, Jim, of uh, last year's festival. There's just a, there's a, a great gallery of photographs of you guys, the Spinning Wheels guys, a, a, whole, a whole bunch of events um, past few years. And um, so a person will get, if, if a person doesn't quite understand who we are and what we do, a person would receive a good understanding of who we are by going to the website. Okay. And, and, uh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, rarely do you hear of the words Parkinson's and festival side by side. Uh, but it was like when we got together last year, it, was, it really was a festival of information and community and gathering and a little bit of exercise and, and a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, when is this year's Parkinson's festival and, and where? June 22nd, the Saturday. And it's at the same place as last year, Bayview Park in Thornbury, Ontario, from 10 until 2. There is no charge for anyone to come in. We'll have a number of fabulous speakers and presenters, and Jim, you're one of them. We've got quite a good lineup, and we'll have lots of refreshments. It's to engage and be 
in celebration of being together. I'm going to get uh, the poster updated and it'll be posted on the website uh, within the next few weeks. You know, and I, I can go back to the first time that I, I went to Collingwood. And that was the very first time was on the Spinning Wheels yeah. tour. And here's the ever popular segment, Jim's Spinning Wheels tour flashback. It set it up. So we were in a, the Loblaws parking lot right next to the, the farmer's market. And we had no idea what was going to happen. We pulled the RV in and set up and had t-shirts and jerseys everywhere. And, and, you know, for the first hour, people were hesitant about coming up to us. But then all of a sudden it was like, release the hounds. People <laughs> were, yeah, people were just coming up and coming up and asking about Parkinson's. And there were board members there uh, who were engaged in the conversation as well. And I think there were, at that point, there were about six of us. Uh, right. And I just looked around at one point and every person but me uh, who was looking around was engaged with somebody and they were all talking about Parkinson's. And I thought, wow, that was just such a phenomenal event. And so we're we're really looking forward to, you know, the spinning wheels relay coming up in uh, July, or July, August, September of uh, 2024. One of our major stops is in Collingwood. Uh, so we are really looking forward to being back just because it is you, when you talk about building a community there, that's amazing. It really is the community that you've established, Kathy. And, and I want to say congratulations. It's uh, it was there. Do you recall having the conversations with the board members who were there because they seemed a little hesitant at the beginning, but then by the time the you know, an hour into it, like they were talking to other people as well. So people were coming up and saying, hey, what are you guys doing on these bikes? But mm -hmm. we would say, hey, look, living better with Parkinson's, go talk to like that guy, go talk to that mm -hmm. guy, go talk to that guy. You mean in terms of your ride? Is that yeah, in terms of the ride, but in terms of also engagement or did the did the board actually feel energized? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they loved they loved hosting, having you in community. They loved being there on site with you guys. They loved, you know, people's enthusiasm. It's not for the faint of heart for the average duck to ride their bikes across Canada, let alone living with Parkinson's disease, right? And so people were in total and utter awe of you guys and felt really, I have to say, super proud to be able to host you guys in our own community, in our own backyard. Hey, everybody. I'd like to uh, thank Kathy Smart from Living Better with Parkinson's in South Georgian Bay for uh, coming on the podcast today. Wow, what she's been there since the very beginning it has been instrumental in growing the uh, the organization and the, the programming uh, that they offer. So if you're in the South Georgian Bay area and you're connected to Parkinson's, I'm uh, very much encouraging you to reach out to Living Better with Parkinson's. They are establishing a community. They'll set you down the right path. So uh, thanks again, Kathy. Uh, we really appreciate that. Hey. If, uh, if you wouldn't mind, we would sincerely appreciate it if you could share this episode with just one person, someone who you think needs it, someone who you think might enjoy uh, watching or listening to us. We are also trying to grow uh, our programming, so uh, we would appreciate that. Until next time, everyone, be safe. Thanks very much. Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is brought to you in part by PDT, the healing power of tea applied to Parkinson's. 
Learn more at pdt.com. Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is a podcast produced by Jim Redman and Mike Loughran. The podcast may have been edited to remove lengthy pauses, stutters, or repetition of words. This was done for listening consideration and time constraints and not to change the narrative. All guests have had an opportunity to review the edited podcast prior to release. The podcast is not intended to replace the assistance of your personal medical professionals and should not be relied upon for medical advice. For more information, go to spinningwheelstour.ca.